Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Negler here with your Packers Daily Chat. Coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It is Friday. That's right. Not only any old Friday, but it is a holiday weekend Friday. Hope you're all gearing up to have a great time across this great land of ours. Tongue firmly planted in cheek. And I hope, I hope that you carry the G wherever you venture throughout the weekend, throughout the holiday. And I know I don't need to tell people this. I know 99.9% of you are very, very responsible adults, and I don't need to give you any kind of lessons or any kind of warnings or any kind of advice in any way, shape, or form. But it seems every year around the 4th of July weekend, some, you know, some, some people get, take it a little too far. Maybe just did a little imbibe a little too much or do a little too, too much of something or that or the other. So I just hope... As you embark upon a fun-filled weekend that at whatever point you may find yourself at and you maybe perhaps find yourself teetering on the edge and you hear my voice, Aaron Nagler, Cheesehead TV, saying, remember, carry the G. Don't, don't do anything you're going to regret. Don't do anything that's going to tarnish the greatness that is the Green Bay Packers and your representation of them because you do as a Packers fan. You carry the G wherever you go, much like Aaron said back in the day. So I just hope that you folks watching, listening, and I know the coaches and players of the Green Bay Packers, ardent viewers and listeners of the Packers Daily Program, I just hope everyone remembers. Just, it, just if, if things get a little, start to get a little too out of hand, perhaps, while you're celebrating, just remember to carry the G. Just try and use that to ground yourself with. That's my only kind of request, my only statement for the day. I don't, I don't have too much to break down football-wise as I gear up to have pizza with the girls tonight and then uh, go see Indiana Jones tomorrow and watch the fireworks on the 4th, things of that nature. Pretty all-American stuff. But I do hope everyone remembers to carry the G. That's my only request. Uh, my other request, obviously, is to give a shout-out to our friends at Ticket King. If you want to watch the Green Bay Packers play any kind of semblance of tackle football in 2023, you want to utilize Ticket King, people. And you can go to cheeseheadtv.com either on our schedule, where you'll find individualized links to each and every game, or you can go to our app. Uh, on the schedule on the app, has the exact same thing. Home games, away games, preseason, regular season. It doesn't matter if it's a Green Bay Packers football game in the year of our Lord, 2023. You will find tickets at Ticket King. Or you can go to the link in the description of this video. Utilize Ticket King, people. You don't want one of those national brands. You don't want Ticketmaster. You don't want StubHub. You want a company that's been based in Wisconsin since the early 90s. Hell, they have a place across the street from Lambeau Field. You can visit if you're in the area. Utilize Ticket King, people. Support local. That's all I have to say about that. And speaking of support, which you guys do tremendously each and every day right here on Packers Daily, if you've thought for some time, perhaps, that oh, I really want to get one of those T-shirts or one of those glasses or perhaps a, a sticker at the Cheesehead TV shop. Well, I got news for you, folks. That's right. Now through July 11th, 20% off every single thing in the Cheesehead TV store using promo code SUMMERVIBES20. That's SUMMERVIBES20 at the Cheesehead TV shop. You'll find a link in the description of this video or just go to cheeseheadtv.com. Top of the page right there is a link called SHOP conveniently enough. Just hit it, head to the store, load up, and get 20% off every single thing in the store. 
promo code SUMMERVIBES20. Hello to everybody in the comments section. So good to see everybody. John is here. Robin's here, of course. What's up, Robin? Hope life is good across the pond. Sup, Aaron? Go Packers. What's up, Jeffrey Smith? I haven't seen you in a while. Hope you're doing well, man. Nags, am I off on Monday? No, I should be here. Uh, I have every intention of being here, but uh, we'll see if I carry the G. <laughs> but yes, I should be here on Monday. Uh, Jacob, what's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. Carrying the G from the good old Sarasota, Florida, on the honeymoon. Have a good fourth, y'all. Jacob checking in from the honeymoon. That's a diehard Packers fan right there. Love it. Love it. NFL Pack Boy. What's up, Aaron? What's up, Cheeseheads? Go Pack Go. What's up, NFL Pack Boy? Hope you're doing well, man. Alex asks, Howdy, if you could put a Packers wide receiver in the Hall of Fame just based on his hands and no other stats, who would it be? Mine is James Jones, I think. That's an interesting uh, selection, seeing as he truly struggled with drops early in his career. Uh, but yes, he absolutely turned it around and ended up leading the NFL in touchdown receptions at one point in his career. Um, that's a good question. Just the hands? Man, I don't know. My fir- The first one that leaps to mind is James Lofton, who caught everything. But I don't know. I'd have to give that a thought. But yeah, Lofton would be my first, my first kind of... Uh, guess there. Of course, he's already in the Hall of Fame, so he doesn't need my endorsement, but that's the guy that leaps to mind when it comes to hands. Jason, what's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. Will there be bigger splash plays because of Jordan's willingness to trust his wide receivers? Aaron didn't throw those trust balls the past few years besides the one to Watson. I think Jordan plays like Favre. That's an interesting question. I don't know if he plays like Favre, especially early day Favre. I should hope not, but I think we'll see a little more risk-taking. Um, but I would say, you know, go look at Rodgers' heat map from last year as far as the attempts that he had downfield. He didn't connect on a bunch, but he was certainly trying. I mean, it's not like he was kind of bereft of giving guys chances. I think he did. They just didn't complete a whole lot of them. Um, but now that said, I do think, and we've talked about this before, I, I will be very surprised if we don't see – the middle of the field utilized more and more chances taken in that regard. Uh, we all know how very careful Aaron was, especially in the middle of the field. And before anyone grouses about that statement, check the numbers. It's uh, just a matter of fact. Um, and that's not a bad thing. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer, you know. Yeah, I understand why he did, you know. But I do think Jordan will attack the middle of the field a little bit more. But as far as you know, will will he give wide receivers chances more? I think he'll play the scheme and he'll hopefully find guys who have a step. You know, I don't think he's just going to throw up the ball unnecessarily, um, especially after three years of sitting on the bench. There will be tough moments. Of course there will, and he'll have some hard lessons. But I don't expect him to just start throwing things willy-nilly and, like, <laughs> spraying it all over the field, much like Favre did. Um I think he'll be a little further along in that regard. But, you know, to the point of the question, I do think we'll see uh, a few more chances taken, especially over the middle of the field. Um, I just think because we've gotten so used to Aaron being almost allergic to it that uh, any kind of semblance of a sudden attack and a consistent, you know, uh, barrage of throws over the middle, it'll it'll be interesting. And I think they'll, and again, I do think there are going to be times where we will probably sit there and go, yeah, that's probably why Aaron avoided the middle of the field, you know, whether it's linebackers or safeties or what have you. But, um, yeah, I do think yeah, he'll be a tad more aggressive early on, but I don't think that's 
you know, anything more than the case of a young quarterback who's going to have to learn on the job as a starter, you know. Uh, what else we got here? I hope 10 is a little more gunslinger. Yeah, Gary, I think you're going to get your wish. This year's hands will be Torre. Ooh, Mr. Tundra calling it, calling it out as I talked with, uh, uh, or I spoke with uh, Justice on the 10 questions. You got to, if you're, if you're, if you're getting ready for training camp, you got to claim your guy early. So if it's Torre, you got to ride and die with Torre no matter what happens. Even if he has a horrible practice and then drops a couple in the preseason game, the first one out of the gate, you got to stick with him no matter what. You got to confirm those priors. I'm kidding, of course, but that's how Twitter operates. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, Michael, what's up in West, West Virginia? How you doing, man? Uh, Callum, how are you? Will the Packers bring in a veteran quarterback backup for love? Thanks, man. I doubt it, but I wouldn't completely rule out the possibility. Um, I would think they need at least one more quarterback for camp just to have an arm. Um, but I still doubt it. Um, now maybe, you know, they bring in some, uh, undrafted free agent or something of that ilk, you know, just to get through camp. But I doubt they sign someone like a Teddy Bridgewater or a Carson Wentz. Um, I'm not, again, not completely dismissing the possibility, but I'd be surprised. Rick is listening in his car. Thank God for 5G or curse 5G. The, the, it's up to you, really. Uh, but do you think this is a good thing or a bad thing? I am very happy you're listening in your car, Rick. But uh, watch the road, okay? Don't get distracted. Ryan, what's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. I think I might get Packer tickets after talking with my family, celebrating my birthday weekend. At least I would be inside Lambo. Ryan, Godspeed on your quest. I know you've been uh, up and down, in and out, trying to get tickets uh, for a while now. Um, and happy birthday. Um, fantastic. Here's to many more. Uh, Aaron Picard, so much hate for Savage here, but what does he do well? How can Barry put him in position to succeed? Now I'm very confused by this 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 uh, this comment. So I'm going to break it down here. So much hate for Savage here. Here being in your comment saying you hate Savage, or here in the comments section from other Packers fans, or here on Packers Daily from me. Because I'll tell you what, I don't hate the young man. I think he's been wildly inconsistent, but there's no hate here. Um, but what does he do well? How can Barry put him in position to succeed? I think the closer to the line of scrimmage he is, the better. I think we've seen again and again, when he is asked to play in space, it's a problem. Especially when he's attacked with, you know, route combinations that make him think on the fly. Um, it hasn't worked out well. I mean, the grossest example is that Tennessee game. The game which, of course, after which he got benched. Uh, there were a number of times where he was the culprit and let things just burst wide open uh, with... I guess guessing the wrong way as far as route combos or just not knowing his rules as far as if then, you know, if this guy breaks in, this guy breaks out, you got the guy going out. Man, it was that was a tough game for Savage. And I do think he gets closer to the line of scrimmage, has delineated role. I, he's, he's damn good. That 
athleticism takes over. It got him drafted in the first round. You know, he can be successful in that kind of role, but uh, a deep roaming safety, it's problematic. I don't think that's what his best, you know, his best kind of area is. The problem is, of course, in this scheme, you want those two safeties to be interchangeable. That's kind of just NFL in general these days. But, um, yeah, you want to you ask where would he be successful or most successful? Closer to the line of scrimmage, the better. No doubt about it. Do I think Darnell Savage can have a good season? Yeah, I do. Absolutely. No question about it. Um, you know, look, at this point – you're really hoping he just finds consistency. I don't need him to be Nick Collins. I don't need him to be a superstar, but I do need him to be consistent. You know, there, there's way too much up and down with his game. At this point, entering his fifth year, that's tough to take from a former first-rounder, you know. You, you just need way more consistency. And hopefully, new defensive backs coach, um, maybe they kind of redefine things for the entire unit, including Darnell, and it helps get – some more consistent play out of Darnell Savage. That's the hope, anyway. Uh, what else we got here? We got John Dale. What's up, man? Thanks for the Super Chat. Big UK fans, trip to Lambeau for the Vikings game. Any chance they can pick up some carry the G from you? Corey, any plans to attend? You know, John, there's a lot of balls in the air at the moment as far as where I'm going to be throughout the season. So um, TBD if I'm going to be in attendance. Uh, there's a good chance I will be. As far as picking up carry the G... There will be plenty on offer uh, both around Lambeau, at stores around Green Bay. So if you're in the area, uh, yeah, you can find the list of where to find it at gsedtv.com. Top of the page, you'll see a link for beer. It just says beer. Click on that link, and there's a list of stores that you can go to in the Green Bay area that will have it. Um, and it's not available right now, but it will be available by the time you get there. Vex, what's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. What Packer will regress the most in 2023? Why are you coming up in here all negative, dude? You know, it's Friday. It's a holiday. You got to come up in here and talk about regression? Man. I was having such a nice time, Vex. I was just getting ready for the weekend, talking with Packers fans worldwide, drinking out of my frosty mug that my girls got me for Father's Day. And you got to come up in here and ask about regression? Really? Man, I don't know. B uh, which pack will regress the most? Let's go with um, let's go with David Bakhtiari because he will go from future Hall of Famer, All Pro, consistent, amazing, All World player to like he'll go from a hundred to a ninety-nine point nine. There you go. I like that. Man, I don't know. Did anyone see Rasul Douglas regressing last year? Did anyone see Devondre Campbell regressing? I don't know. If I knew that, I'd tell Matt and say, Matt, guess what? This dude's going to regress. You better stop him or play somebody else. Y'all just trying to get me worked up. Jason, thanks for the super chat. How well will Jordan have to play to make a run for the playoffs? I feel like the team has so much potential if Jordan plays average and we might be in good shape. I mean, I think he's got to be a little bit better than average. I I don't buy this kind of narrative that I've seen thrown around. And, Jason, I'm not saying this is what you're saying, but I do kind of get this sense from Packers fans, like, just insert quarterback, you know? I mean, hell. And I get – I understand this scheme is very quarterback-friendly, right? And what I've seen a couple times is 
well, you know, uh, McVeigh got Goff to a Super Bowl. Well, Goff is playing pretty well in Detroit, out away from this scheme. You know, like it's not a foolproof thing. Like the, the guy still has to perform. So yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't buy that he just has to play average. I think he's got to improve throughout the year. That's what I keep saying. I think that's the most important thing. And yeah. Will it help if he limits turnovers, if he learns from his mistakes? No question about it. But the most important thing, I mean, A number one for me when it comes to Jordan Love, is that he's playing better in December than he was in September. Because if he's playing the same or worse, then we got an issue. You know? That's what I think it's all about. Uh, what else we got here? Vex again, man. What's up? Negative would be reminding you the play caller who called an Al Lazar jet sweep on fourth down is still our play caller. Yeah, but... We understand that he'll learn from his mistakes, right? I don't know. Oh, so oh, so you're only going to bring up the bad outcomes, but not the good ones. I got it. All right, that's some real uh, rear view mirror uh, play calling analysis right there. Well done, Vex. Joe, what's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. I think Packers need another nose tackle behind Clark and Slayton. Do they sign a veteran nose tackler or count on Jonathan Ford? Million-dollar question right there, Joe. And I literally just talked about this with Justice on the 10 Questions video that we did here on the YouTube channel. Make sure you check it out. I 100% expect them to make a call at some point before camp to bring in a big body, so to speak, to kind of be in that mix. I'm hoping for Shelby Harris, but could be anybody. Uh, they definitely, if there is a spot along the defensive, uh, hell, across the roster where I think they could potentially make a call. The one that makes the most sense is defensive tackle. Um, but Jonathan Ford, who knows, man? Here's the thing. They kept him around for a reason, right? He didn't play, didn't, wasn't even active all year, but they kept him. He's still on the roster. So, I mean, we saw that with Yash. You know, he wasn't utilized for his first couple years in town, and then all of a sudden steps in San Francisco week three a couple years ago, and off he goes, you know? So here's hoping. They know more than we do, that's for sure. So if they think he's got potential and – they think he's going to potentially unlock it, say, throughout camp and preseason, then away they go. But if I'm the GM, I'm calling a, I'm calling a big horse in. Kind of, what do you call it? Uh, bolster things. That's what I would be doing. Uh, <laughs> tell it like it is, Nags. I don't know if I'm telling it like it is. I'm just trying to keep, keep it real, you know? Abdul, nice to the super chat. What's an embarrassing play that sticks out in your mind that the Packers allowed? For me, it's Dan Connolly, Pat's lineman, when he almost took a kickoff return back for a touchdown against us. Abdul, you know, I, I remember people got really upset at me when that happened because I couldn't stop laughing. I just thought it was fucking hilarious. Um, I don't know. Was it embarrassing? Sure. But, I mean, to me, that doesn't even begin to touch Kevin King giving up that touchdown at the end of the first half in the NFC Championship game considering the situation, the stakes involved, etc., that's fucking embarrassing. No two ways about it. That's one of the more embarrassing moments I can remember. You know? I mean, the one thing you can't do is let him get behind you. And there's Kevin King poking his nose and looking in the offensive backfield. While, by the way, manned up against one of the fastest dudes in the league. What are you thinking? What are you doing? That's pretty damn embarrassing. <laughs> oh, now everybody's chiming in. Jonathan, Ty Montgomery running it out against L.A. Yeah, I don't know. The fumble's embarrassing, right? But I don't kill him. For, I don't kill him for that decision. I don't. He's trying to make a play. 
and he was frustrated with his role on the team and blah, blah, blah. Like, there's context there that I'm like, yes, was the result awful and embarrassing? Yes, of course. But I don't, I don't know, man. It's hard for me to kill him on that one. Now, I don't think it was real smart when he mouthed off <laughs> Monday at his locker, which, you know, basically led to his release. But, um, yeah, I, I can't kill him for that. I don't, that's on the list of embarrassing things I've seen in Packers uniforms. That's not, that doesn't even rate. Hmm. Callum, when does beer and ball come back? That's an excellent question, Callum. Uh, that is one of the things that is kind of being juggled at the moment. I'm definitely going to be working with iHeart again next year, next season. Definitely going to be working with Billy. Don't know what that's going to look like yet. We're still in the process of working that out. But I will definitely be talking football with Billy this season, uh, drinking beer, talking ball. I just don't know what form that's going to take yet. But it will happen. So be on the lookout. Uh, Aaron, do you classify Jordan Love as tall? Tom Brady, good tall. Brock Osweiler, bad tall. <laughs> Man, we are in the depths of the offseason. Chuck, I'm going to tell you something right now. I have never once in my entire life thought about it till just now. I'm going to put him in the good tall. How's that? Just because I can. Man, I don't know. Can you throw the ball? Can you move the can we move the chains? Can he score some points? I don't care if he's a midget. I don't care. Oh, I'm sorry. If he's a small person. I don't care if he's a giant. You know, I just just throw the football. Score some points. Move the chains. Let's go. Uh, AJ Hawk, 2014 NFC Championship game. Got faked. Most embarrassing I can remember in a while. Well, again, Matt, you guys got low thresholds for embarrassment. That's all I know. That's just football. That happens, man. Yeah, I don't know. That's again. I don't even rate that. Man, it's real clear some of you were not alive for the '70s and '80s. I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> Vex, what's up, man? How about the off-season support from teammates for J Love? Love to see it. You do love to see it. Um, I do find it funny though. Like everyone's kind of like I know McAfee did a whole clip about bit about it. Like, oh, all the stuff coming out of Green Bay is positive. Well, yeah, no shit, right? And that's, I'm not dismissing what you're saying here, Vex. I told, I agree. Like, it is great to see, right? But it's real easy to be rah-rah right now, you know? I hope, and I suspect they will, but I hope that if and when things get a little tough for the young man, he still engenders and receives that kind of support. And I fully expect he will. But, like, right now, it's yeah, it doesn't cost anything to, to gas him up, right? Ed, what's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. Do you think that Love will have enough, will have done enough pressers that he will handle this year's post Super Bowl victory presser well? <laughs> See now, there's some optimism. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I think he's gonna kill it, man. You know, by the end of the year, you'll have he'll he'll have done so many. It'll be old hat. I love it. All right, buddy, I got to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out and talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor. Hit like on the video. Subscribe to the channel. And then tell your friends and tell your family. Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great, safe holiday weekend. I'll talk to you next week. Go Pack Go. Uh, uh, uh.